This is Listen and Lattes, a very, very imperfect podcast brought to you by me, Rosemary Watson. I'm a mom of six. I'm a wife to one. I've got a lot of businesses going on in my atmosphere. I've got a lot of different projects. And really, truly, I just love connecting with people. And this podcast is one way that I get to connect with my audience. So buckle up. We're about to get a lot of information in your ears. Now we're going to talk about fonts. This is, again, one of my favorite parts, too, because before we can even start creating logos for people, we have to pick the typography that will really work with the color palettes that we selected from the last episode. So when we find fonts, we usually try to stay with a solid four options. And usually the solid four options include um, the copy font, which is the font that we use for the words, either on a website, in an email, um, anytime you see a lot of text, that is what we consider a copy font. Then we do a header font. So that, you know, explains itself. It's for headers. So on your website, the top of any kind of text section, um, the top of emails, we use it also, um, a lot of times in social posts when we're trying to do something a little bit bolder, it's usually bigger. It's usually different, um, than the copy. So when you are choosing typography, um, there's a lot, actually, there's a lot of different things that there's a lot of different elements in typography that we're not going to go super into right now. Um, but to, to kind of clear the confusion, any kind of text that has those like accent edges, that is called a serif font. And any font that's clean that doesn't have those little end lines, those are a sans serif font. And so usually if we pick a copy font that's a serif that has those small lines like Times New Roman, um, Baskerville, uh, oh gosh, why can't I think of anything right now? Um, Hello, why can't I think of anything? Baskerville, (laughs) wow. Mrs. Eves, that's another one we use a lot. Times New Roman, like I said. Um, I need to like pull up my font list and give you guys a whole rundown. Anyway, those examples, those are all serif fonts. And so if we're going down and picking a header font to accent it, we'll usually pick something that's opposite. We'll pick like a sans serif. So um, like an assistant font or a Bebus New or a, uh, gosh, I'm like looking at all my fonts now. Oh, a Futura, that's a a sans serif font. So we like to make them complement each other. Um, And then again, they're usually a couple weights bigger, um, so they get stand out, they're a little bit bolder. Um, and then we select a subheading font. So something that's, again, a little bit bigger than the copy font, but you can put it in between a big header and the copy and then use it a lot in social media posts just as accents. And then the last font will do an accent font. So that's usually like a script. If we're going to include a script font anywhere, we'll usually save the script to use sparingly. So maybe it's for the logo or the tagline under the logo. We'll definitely use it in places like the website and then we'll use it in email um, signatures a lot. So having those four main fonts and sticking to them every time will create that visual consistency. I think that's one of the biggest pieces is when we have clients that clearly are not graphic designers, that's why they're coming to us and we give them this brand identity and then we go back to their social and we're like, what the hell? You're like building quote graphics with like whatever font you pick that's not building consistency. So we're noticing that that's a huge gap for a lot of our clients. So our coaching clients for coaching and content, we're really going to dig into like, when are the appropriate 
places and times to use these different fonts and how do they work interchangeably. We're going to load them into their Canva account. So if they are creating quote graphics or anything that print materials, whatever, they know how to use them every time because I think that is a huge gap for a lot of our clients is knowing how to use the tools we've given them. Um, and then another thing that to think about is um, that a lot of fonts, you'll find a ton of them on Pinterest and think they're gorgeous, but they cost money. So understanding that you need to purchase licensing for certain fonts um, and knowing what licenses are appropriate for the different needs. So when we pick fonts, we actually don't just go in and say like, visually, what do we like? We look at how the client is going to use this typography in their businesses. So for example, if they have an email list and they want everything to really be consistent, um, but they have a certain platform. So maybe they use, um, what's it called? Um, Flowdesk, that's the, the email service provider that we have. We love Flowdesk, but they only allow you to use certain fonts. And so we have a list of those fonts. So when clients come to us and say, I want really want to like, you know, dive into using email a lot. I want it to be very consistent. We can say, cool, that gives us parameters. We can only use these certain fonts because that is what Flowdesk offers. Likewise, if they're using um, a platform like Kajabi because they're selling courses or they have a coaching program, we make sure that we use the fonts that Kajabi offers. Now you can upgrade your Kajabi plan and you can have custom fonts allowed, but if they don't want to make that investment and they want to keep their baseline offer, we need to stick with the fonts that Kajabi offers. Um, if you're building out a website on a certain platform and you can only use certain fonts, that's something to take into consideration. Um, we use Show It, so we are able to upload fonts into Show It, but if you're using a font that's in like Adobe fonts and it's free there, you, you might have to purchase those fonts from the creators, and some of those that are in Adobe can get really expensive. And so um, those are just a lot of things that we need to take into consideration before we present to clients, like, here's this gorgeous font, and these look really awesome together, but now they have to spend $300 on licensing to put on their website. It just doesn't work very well. So there's a lot to consider, and that is definitely something we're going to dive deep in, in the coaching program. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I'm so glad you stopped by this little corner of the audio internet to listen to Listen and Lattes. It is a podcast brought to you by me, obviously Rosemary Watson, which you can find out more about me on Instagram at Rosemary Watson. Um, but you can also find out more about my company. These are the people that make the magic happen. They make this podcast come to life. Um, you can find them at Artisan Creative Media Agency at artisan.agency on Instagram. And if you want to give another podcast a listen, you can listen to our agency podcast, Curated Conversations. I'm the host, and it's brought to you also by my people at Artisan Creative Media Agency. I would love, love, love to hear from you. So leave a review, send me a DM on Instagram, and let's connect in real life. Bye.